peace. The complete opposite of chaos, the complete opposite of trials and tribulations, trouble, distress. We are going to be at peace because we know that our Savior has won the victory. So like I mentioned, the anchor scripture is going to be John 16 and 33, but I actually prefer the Amplified Translation when I sat down to actually study this out in full because it breaks it down so perfectly. So we are going to be referencing John 16 33 in the Amplified Translation. It reads, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory abiding. Now, this is Jesus talking, y'all. So, I had to put the emphasis on it because we know that Jesus don't play, right? I, Jesus, don't play. I don't know about you, but me personally, I have ran into so many people or seen so many people blame God for bad things that has happened in their life. They'll be like, why God did this happen? Why didn't you protect me against this? Why didn't you protect my family member? Why did I get this bad grade? And it makes me so frustrated because I'm just like, it's not God. Don't blame my God for what's going on. It's not his fault, girl. Leave my God alone. I guess the reason I get so frustrated because I know what the word of God says. He literally said so many times in the Bible that we are going to have trials and tribulations. Like, have you read the Bible? It's full of trials and tribulations. Like, the Bible is just not this book full of peaceful stories. Like, me knowing what the word of God says and knowing that he warned us that hey, you are living in a fallen world. So be on caution because you will have trials and tribulations. That's literally what the text says. So a lot of people look at God as, okay, you are God. Everything is supposed to be good. And that is not what he said. That's literally not one of his promises. He promised to never leave us nor forsake us. But he did let us know that in this world you will have trouble because he knew that the world had fallen. So let's go back to Genesis. Y'all know I always reference this, but Genesis is the start of so much. The fall, chapter 3 of Genesis. We can clearly see before the fall the intended plan that God had for our lives. He wanted us to be in the Garden of Eden, just chilling, having a little relaxing life. He wanted us to have our little free will, all the freedom in the world, to have all the fruit in the garden. But he told Adam and Eve, I just need you not to eat from this one little tree, and you can have everything else that you need. Just don't eat from that one little tree, okay? He put all the evil of the world in this one little tree because he knew that he did not want that for us. Now, if we notice, God told them, hey, don't eat from that tree. But he didn't force them not to eat from that tree. God always intended for us to have free will. He always intended on being a gentle God. He never intended to be a tyrant. He always intended on 
having people worship him because they chose to, not because they had to. So because of this free will that God gives us, Adam and Eve freely chose to eat from the tree that God told them not to eat from. And then therefore evil entered into the world. Now, if we think about it, he was trying to protect us from that evil. He put it all in that tree, but Adam and Eve ate from it, and therefore the world was fallen because they ate from the tree. This is not God's fault. This is Adam and Eve's fault, okay? Now, calm down, because even though Adam and Eve ate from the tree, God didn't just forget about them, okay? He actually set a whole thing up to save us, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's slow down and come back. Let's come on back. Let's come on back. Now, going back to the anchor scripture, it tells us that when trials and tribulations happen, we should be courageous, confident, undaunted, filled with joy. Now, you may be asking, how in the world can I be courageous and confident during trouble? Now, if any of y'all have been in trouble, have been in trials, have been in tribulations, you already know when you're in that, you're not thinking about, I'm courageous, I'm confident, I'm undaunted, I'm filled with joy. That's the last thing you're thinking of. But when you get that Jesus Christ in you, girl, God, it's a different story. So, because we have a God that cares about us, that's how we can be courageous and confident because we know that in everything in this world, we're the number one priority for our God. So if we look at Matthew 6 and 26, it proves just how much God cares about us. So Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they. So Jesus is saying, hey, my father cares for the little birds in the sky. He takes care of them. So why wouldn't he take care of you? You mean so much more to him than the little bird. So we have to remember that when we're going through trials, that hey, we have a father that cares about us. So he's not going to leave us in this trial. We're not going to always stand this trial because he cares for his child. So he's going to come and rescue us from that trial. So that's why we should be confident and courageous in trials because we have a father who cares. Now let's move on to the third thing that Jesus tells us to be during trials and tribulations, which is undaunted. Now the reason that we should be undaunted during trials is because we have a God, we have a father that stands right beside us during those trials. Now we already know one of God's promises is to never leave us nor forsake us. Now, one of my favorite scriptures that mentions that God is always right there with us is Psalm 23. Y'all know the 23rd Psalm, but that part of that Psalm where it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. This is David. Y'all know what David went through? David was being chased by Saul, who was trying to kill him. 
He was literally hiding from someone trying to kill him. If that's not a trial and tribulation, I don't know what is. But in that moment, he knew that he had a God who was never going to leave him nor forsake him. He was literally saying, Yeah, I walk through this valley where death is all around me. I will fear no evil. For I know that you are with me. So when we're in trials and tribulations, we know that our God is with us. So yeah, we should be undaunted because we have nothing to worry about because he's right there with us. His rod and his staff, they will comfort and protect us. Now, the fourth thing that Jesus tells us to do during trials is to be filled with joy. Now, you're probably like, why in the world should I be filled with joy? You should be filled with joy because something greater always comes out of a trial or a tribulation. Something always comes out of suffering. Suffering has a meaning behind it. Okay? Paul's suffering, if we think about Paul when he was in jail, he was suffering. But literally, he wrote to the Colossae people, he wrote to the Philippi people, saying that his suffering was worth it. Because he was able to bring so many people to Christ. Even though he was suffering in that moment, he knew what his suffering was doing. It was bringing all those people to Christ. It was bringing all those people to life. So let's think about Job. Y'all know in that book of Job, he suffered. For literally nothing. He didn't even do nothing. He didn't do anything. Job was so faithful to God, but he still suffered. But at the end of that book, we see that Job is blessed twice as much after his suffering. Twice as much, y'all. Now, I'm fairly young. I still have a long life to live. I'm only 28 years old. But the little life that I've lived, the little heartache I've had, the little trials and tribulations I've had, I've learned from each one of those experiences. I have that knowledge in the back of my mind to never do it again. Like, for instance, my student loans, as I pay them. Well, I'm not paying them right now, child. But, you know, when I start back paying them, I'm always reminded, okay, I need to set a college fund up for my kids so they don't have to do that. So, I'm learning, so a greater good is coming out of it because I have the knowledge now to set my children up for success because I'm going to start them a college fund early so they don't have to prayerfully take out student loans. The suffering that I go through with my anxiety, it actually draws me closer to God. Now, God doesn't want me to have anxiety. He doesn't want me to suffer that way. But I'll get more into detail on how I'm turning that around into a greater good. Now, whenever we are going through trials, tribulations, troubles, or struggles, we should actually take that opportunity to allow God into that situation so he can transform it. Look what he did with the Israelites when they were in the situation with the people of Egypt and they were headed to the Red Sea. Y'all see that he parted the sea. He got them out of this very turbulent situation. So just imagine what God can do with your situation if you allow him into it. When we allow God into situations, he can step in and completely turn it around. In that, we have to remember 
that just because we allow God into the situation doesn't mean the situation is going to be turned around exactly how we expect it to be turned around. That's not how life works. God is not a genie in the bottle. So sometimes that family member may pass in that situation or sometimes that loan may not come through in the situation or sometimes you may not get the grade that you expected in the situation. Sometimes the marriage ends. Sometimes the relationship doesn't work out. I've actually added in the description box below and I'll do a info card up there. Y'all please go watch it if you have any questions on why bad things happen and why we have to suffer. Please go watch those videos. I'll watch them in reference to my studying and it really helps me clearly understand the concept of suffering and the will of God. But the biggest thing that I got from those two videos is that it's not in God's will for bad things to happen or suffering to happen to us. But if we allow God into those situations, he can turn that suffering into a greater redemption. So, for example, my anxiety that I talked about earlier, God doesn't want me to go through that anxiety. That's not the will that he has for my life. But... I'm going through it because I'm in a fallen world. But what I can do is allow him into the situation. And one, that allows me to grow closer to God because I'm leaning on him to get me through the anxiety. And then two, he can also use me having anxiety as a way to connect with someone else who is not a part of the union and guide them closer to Christ because we have something in common. So this is what I mean by God can turn suffering into a redemption moment. It's not his will for that suffering to happen, but he can use it. In all things, God works for those who love him, referencing that scripture. We have to remember that God is at a high place. My pastor likes to say that God sits at the high place. So he sees everything from this aerial point of view. So he knows what's best and what he can do to work something out in the far future. He already knows. And so we just have to trust him in those moments. So if you happen to be going through a trial, going through a tribulation or suffering regarding anything, we just can do a simple prayer and give it over to God. Just say, Lord, I don't want this in my life. But I am going to allow you to use it for your greater good. I want you to get the glory in it. So I give this situation to you. Turn it around so you get the greater glory. That prayer will allow God into the situation. And to quote the video that I'm referencing, it's going to allow him to enter into it, transform it, and then redeem it. I talked about the suffering of Paul. I talked about the suffering of Job. But finally, I want to get into the suffering of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he suffered. Y'all remember at the start of the video, I was like, yeah, the world fell. But he had a plan. Jesus Christ was his plan. He knew how he was going to fix it. He came down in human form. Suffered on earth. Got down to our level. Went through pain, went through emotions, went through trials, went through tribulations. He went through all of it. And then he got on that cross. 
was crucified. Died for all of our sins. So in the suffering that Jesus went through, he used that suffering for greater redemption. He used that suffering to save all of our lives. So this is what I mean when I say God can use your trials, your tribulation, your suffering for a greater purpose. He can redeem it. Even though the suffering, the trials, the tribulations, it was not a part of his plan. That is not what he wanted for our lives. But he can still use it to turn around for a greater purpose. Now, the suffering that Jesus went through on the cross, it gave us the ability to have a personal relationship with God, to have eternal life, to be saved in this world. This suffering also about us Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit is that tool that we as Christians have to be protected from this crazy world. Holy Spirit will say, hey, girl, don't go in that building. Turn left. Mm -mm, don't talk to him. Don't watch that TV show. This is Holy Spirit. He gave that to us when he passed away. He gave it to everybody. Holy Spirit can live inside of each one of us independently. Now, we'll get more into this Holy Spirit during the series episode, but Holy Spirit is what's going to give you that peace, that perfect peace that this series is about. Holy Spirit is that person that gives us that perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. Holy Spirit is our protection, and we got that Holy Spirit from the suffering of Jesus Christ. So yeah, bad things happen. Suffering happens. It's not what God planned for our lives. But because of what happened, all the way back in the Garden of Eden, the world fell. So yeah, God's original plan didn't work out. But he had a redemption plan to save us from this fallen world. And so that's why in the Bible, he warns us, yes, you will have trials. You will have tribulations. You will have worries. We are living in a fallen world. So Holy Spirit is our protection. So we should rest assured that we will be warned by Holy Spirit when destruction is going to come. But if we miss his warning, we should also rest assured that he is not going to leave us in that destruction. Now, I can remember vividly before COVID came and tore up the place, my pastor giving us a prophetic word to build our immune systems up. This was way before it even hit China. And he was telling us, his congregation, God is telling me to tell my people to build up their immune systems. Come on now. God was warning his people. And some people took heed to those warnings and some people didn't. Now the ones who didn't, that didn't mean that God just left them. No. He was still there with them. I remember in May 2020, my aunt got COVID. And... I remember when the diagnosis first came out, my family and I were just like, what? 
why did this happen? We were terrified. But the day after the diagnosis, each one of us start receiving confirmation from Holy Spirit. Some of us, it was a scripture. Some of us, it was a small, still voice. Some of us, it was just this overwhelming peace that everything was going to be okay. You can't tell me Holy Spirit isn't real. And I remember during that time too, us as a family and my aunt, we put our full faith in her healing. You know, and she allowed God to enter into her situation. And the redemption part of that is she is now closer to God than she ever was. So she allowed God into the situation. He healed her. And the redeeming part is they have a personal relationship now. You see how he turned that diagnosis from the enemy around So he could get the greater good. When things happen, we have to remember that we live in a fallen world. So it's inevitable for things to happen to us. Holy Spirit will warn us. And sometimes we will take heed to what Holy Spirit is telling us. Sometimes we won't. But we should rest assured that God is never going to leave us. He is never going to forsake us. So even in that trial or in that tribulation, we pass away He's still going to find redemption in it for our family members somewhere down the line. And if something doesn't go the way that you expected, just put your trust in him. Keep seeking him. Keep being guided by him. And the peace of God will enter into you. So if you happen to be watching this video and you're in a trial, you're in a tribulation, you're in a struggle, And you want to give it to God. It's not too late. It doesn't matter if you're currently in a trial. There's not a deadline. You can accept Jesus as your savior. And then also give that trial, tribulation, struggle to God. Let him enter into it. All you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus. I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from sin. At this time, I give you my trial. I give you my trouble. I give you my tribulation. I give you my struggle. I allow you into it so you can redeem it. I am going to allow you to get the glory in this situation. In Jesus' name, amen. And just that simple, you are now a part of the union of Christ And you've also given your situation to God, and he is working it out for you right now. Just keep in mind, it may not look like you thought it was going to look when it's worked out, but I bet you that perfect peace is going to enter into your life.
If you repeated that prayer after me, be sure to connect with the Bible Teaching Church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. So, this series is about perfect peace. Now, I had to get through the study of trial, tribulation, and trouble because I just, I just hear too many people blaming God for everything that's going on right now and it's not his own. So I had to really break that down. But this series, we are going to be talking about the perfect peace that God brings. So yeah, in this world, we will have trouble, but no matter what, we have perfect peace because we already know that our Savior has won the victory, right? So I am so excited. We're going to be breaking down what perfect peace is, what wavering peace is, because sometimes you can have peace of this world. And then we're going to talk about protecting your peace. And sometimes you have to find peace. So we're going to break that down into each one of our series episodes. And I am just so excited to go through this journey with you all. And of course, we have a free principle like we always do. So be sure that you go down in the description box and download that. And I also want to shout out Dr. Darius Daniels. He definitely gave me confirmation to do this series. My mom and I have been watching his series called Unbothered, which is a part of his Wednesday night Bible study. And it's literally about being unbothered through your trials and tribulations. So when I saw what his Bible study was, I was just like, okay, yeah, this is definitely Holy Spirit telling me that this is the right way to go. So definitely check out his Unbothered series. I'll leave that below in the description as well and put an info card up there. He goes live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So comment down below the scripture that brings you so much peace when you read it. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, mm-hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. And then go ahead and share this video with five of your friends. Like Ashley likes to say, we are going to share it with our friends and also our enemies, especially that person that is giving you the trials and tribulations. Definitely share it with them. And also, do not forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on the screen for you right now. And then if you do have any prayer requests, be sure to send us an email at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will always be in agreement with you. So this month is Obedience Podcast Anniversary. So this coming Tuesday, we will have a live celebration. So be sure that you are going to join us in that celebration. We are going to do some giveaways. We are going to play games. We're just going to praise the Lord for the anniversary that he has given us in the ministry that he has blessed us with. I think that that's all that I have for you guys today. I want to thank God because this video was definitely a struggle. It is September 30th, and this video is coming out October 2nd. I have been sick all day. I don't know what's going on with me. I have a doctor's appointment in the morning at 7.30, so keep your girl in your prayers. But I knew I was not going to let the enemy win, and I was going to push through. And I did, and I thank God for coming in. So give him a praise in the comment section below. I want to thank you guys for spending your Saturday morning with me. I hope that this video did bless you. And in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. I'll see y'all Tuesday with Ashley. Bye.